Welcome to the Live Inspired Now podcast. Inspiration, motivation, tips, and lots of laughs for your family and life. Welcome back to the Live Inspired Now podcast. And I am here with an exceptional guest. Not just a guest, but my favorite person in the whole wide world. None other than Mr. Thad Paris, my husband. Welcome. Hi. Hi there. Today, we're going to be talking about relationships. So often, people say to us that they love our relationship. They love seeing us interacting on Facebook, out in public, and our craziness when we go into stores, and how much fun and passion we have. And so, we thought we would share some of our insider tips into having a very passionate and happy, healthy relationship. Does that sound good? Sure, let's do it. All right. So... Let's get started with, we'll just throw some stuff out there. I mean, we don't really have a format for this because we do best when we're just being us, right? So what are, <laughs> what's your favorite tip? What's your favorite tip to tell people who are listening who might be struggling in their relationship? Um, what's something that they can do to start to really strengthen their relationship or get the passion back after so many years? Sure. Probably the easiest thing you can do, especially if you're working to repair or to recover a relationship, is smile. Just give a smile when uh, your partner least expects it. (laughs) That is a nice one. I know I like that. We both work here from home, and I know I like that very much when you just come into my office and smile at me or do what we used to call a drive-by hug or a drive-by kiss. Remember that when we didn't work at home? We used to, I would, if I was driving by anywhere near his office, I would stop and pop in and just do a drive-by hug. (laughs) Or I would text him and he would come running out and give me a quick hug or a kiss and then I'd go go about my way, right? Sure. Yeah, there's some other ways to do that if your offices are not in close proximity or in the same building like ours are now. That makes those drive-by hugs and kisses a whole lot easier. However, if you are out and about and maybe your office is across town, it would take your whole lunch break just to get there and then you have to get back to work, you could do something as simple as send a text message or if you want to get really personal, you can even pick up the phone and make a call. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it sounds so simple, but people don't do that. Right. They just forget. They don't call like, oh, I'm just going to randomly call my partner. Yeah, think about when you were dating your significant other. You probably did that many times per day. And now if you were to investigate your current day or review your current day, you might see that it doesn't happen at all. So just the same things that you were doing when you were courting your spouse or partner, so to speak, you want to apply those same things in your everyday relationship. You know what I really really like the best? What? I'm going to say that about everything, but (laughs) (laughs) I really like uh, the love letter habit that we have. So... When we first got together, Thad had to go out a lot on the road for work or whatever. And so anytime we were apart, even before we moved in together, when we were when we were apart, if we weren't in the same house for the evening, when we were apart, we would write each other love letters. And we wrote them, um, we used Facebook Instant Messenger as our um, 
what do you call that, as the vehicle for, for those love letters, which is nice because um, I had them all stored and then I printed them out and I made a scrapbook for Thad one year for Christmas. But when we're apart for the evening, we always write love letters to one another. And they don't have to be like 300 pages long. It doesn't have to be, you know, like a whole book or anything, but just writing a message of love saying that you miss that person and that you're thinking about them and that, you know, for me, I don't like sleeping alone in the bed. So, you know, whatever you have to say to the other person makes them feel awesome, right? Right. So do you have to have, you, you mentioned it doesn't have to be anything special. I would just add to that. It's really just as if you were there talking to them. So right. whatever conversation you might have before bed with your partner it's the same thing you're just writing it out so it gives you some good practice in communicating even when you're not together and as heather mentioned it definitely makes you feel important yeah a few sentences generally is all that it takes well what can you thad what can you say to the guys out there that are like well i'm not really a writer or i'm not really romantic i don't really know what to say what, what kind sure. of tip can you give them? Yeah, so uh, you probably won't find this in any of those relationship books, but my best advice on that topic is if you feel that it doesn't come naturally, uh, try something like copying someone else. <laughs> the Internet is a great resource. You, you can find just about anything on the Internet. So just find some some quotes that express love and that that sound like they would work for your relationship and start out simply by sharing those in in your messages. I'm going to go through all my love letters and see if they're copied from somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> um that's a really good point though. You know what? Even if you feel like, "Oh, I don't want to do that. That's copying." Then say, "I read this and it made me think of you so I'm sharing it you don't have to say it's your own or anything right sure and you, you don't have to copy a word for word either oftentimes uh, if I'm looking for inspiration I'll read something else and then modify that to how it applies to my life that's awesome that's a really good tip <laughs> I, I can't believe we're doing this I'm just is cracking me up because it feels kind of weird like talking <laughs> Tell it like teaching this on a podcast while I'm sitting here looking at you. It feels weird. You know what I mean? <laughs> teaching it to other people. Like it, it sometimes amazes me. I think that people don't have this kind of relationship. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? what always surprises me is when we talk about this, you realize just how simple the things that we're talking about are. That's right. That's I think that's what I mean. Like, I can't yeah. believe people don't already do this or know this. Sure. It's really, really simple. Um, but not to get totally off topic, but like we're both we've both, you know, been married before. We've both been through the ringer. We know. I mean, I think maybe some people who are like on their first marriage, you know, amateurs <laughs> rookies <laughs> rookies you know maybe they just don't realize how important it is to really maintain your relationship you know it's like your car if you don't put gas in it if you don't put oil in it, it eventually breaks down you know if you don't put a effort into work you're going to eventually get fired well if you don't put any kind of effort into your relationship it's going to fail it's just going to fail period right 
you know? Yeah, the car analogy is one of my favorite ones because you don't go buy a brand new car and drive it off the lot and then expect to never have to do any maintenance to that car to keep it running. Most basically, you have to put gas in it. And so you do that maybe once a week or more often even if you drive a lot. So there's things that you have to do more of, like put gas in it, and then periodically you've got to check the oil and and change the oil. And then maybe your brakes and your tires need to be repaired. You know, they're a little bit longer term things that are more of an investment that you don't do quite as often, but they're still very important to the success of your car. And I say car in quotes because I'm really still talking about relationships. You That's need right. <laughs> You need to do those daily maintenance items and then you also need to keep the longer term uh, yeah and it's true about the car too if you don't put oil in it ladies and gentlemen but you have to have oil in the car so if the oil light comes on please put oil in the car because i broke down one night way 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 before i was married to thad i broke down one night on the highway at like two o'clock in the morning i was a waitress i was in my early 20s and I was coming home from work and I broke down on the highway because the, the engine seized because there was no oil in it. Because I didn't know that that was really super important. And I had to sit there on the side of the highway for hours before somebody... That was way before cell phones too. So that sucks. That's a terrible feeling. Yes. And it's almost as bad as that feeling of when you're sitting there in your own house and your spouse is in another room and you feel so lonely. Absolutely. Yeah, those dark times, they often come as a result of not doing that in that uh, periodic maintenance that needs to be done. Yeah, and I would say like periodic maintenance for your car, but daily maintenance for your relationship. Oh yeah, absolutely. That that it corresponds to the gasoline. That's something yeah. that you have to do almost daily. Um, and then above and beyond, oftentimes going back to the car analogy. So you have your maintenance that you have to do and that's just things that are required to keep your car running or your relationship running. But then there's the extra things like adding the uh, custom wheel package or... Oh, oh, or, like getting the undercoat thingy when you go through the car wash yeah, for the wax. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> getting a special wax, wash and wax <laughs> for it, paying a little bit extra for that. So there's those things where you can go above and beyond and customize and make your car and or relationship, whichever one you think we're talking about currently, you can make it a little bit better with those add-on features. Right. So what are some relationship add-ons that you might do? Well, that well, so that is something really important too, those extra special things. Like you have to do the daily maintenance. And daily maintenance includes, by the way, this is my biggest pet peeve. Daily maintenance includes getting up when your spouse arrives home. Now, Thad and I both work from home, so we never... We don't encounter that very much, you know, but when he does go out and when he comes home, I get up from what I'm doing and I go and greet him and say hello and kiss him and hug him. I can't stand that. You walk in from the like day being over and nobody like comes to say hi to you or greet you. It just, you feel so unimportant, you know, or if you have kids, you know, you walk in and all you get is what's for dinner. Or where have you been? Not, hi, how are you? How was your day? Any of that stuff. So that's when I work with families. That's, you know, I, well, you know, I don't have to tell you. Like, that's one of the biggest things that we talk about is just being polite and cordial to each other. 
And and hugging and kissing too, like daily physical intimate contact. Oh yeah, physical contact is definitely a must. But taking a step back to our last comment there, oftentimes I hear people say things like, "Well, that doesn't apply to me." Or so in our case, we both work from home, and so we're we're here together most of the day. However, we do run errands or things like that, especially in the summertime, taking kids here and there. So even though we're here in the house, our offices are both together. When one of us just runs an errand and comes back, we make a point to greet the other person when they That's come right. back. Even yeah, if just it's acknowledgement. Like trivial. somebody just walked in. Hi, how are you? <laughs> exactly. So it's easy to fall into the trap of, well, that doesn't apply to my relationship, so I don't have to do that. And I think if you're saying that, then uh, then you're wrong. You definitely need to be coming up with creative ways to reapply those concepts to your relationship. So if- yeah, and that applies to the kids too. Like when they come home from school, get off the computer, hang up the phone. I mean, unless you're working or something, and you know you have to do it five minutes later, or whatever. But you know what? Make it a point to go and greet whoever just came home. Absolutely, and that's a rule that we have here in the house. Our policy is that everyone comes and greets the parents when they get home from school or work or wherever they may be. That's right, unless the office door is closed and there's a sign on it with yeah, right. clients. <laughs> then they have to wait till we're done. But, yep. that, but I mean, just just making a habit of, you know, the kids, our kids know to do it, we do it. It's It's a good habit to have, I think. I really, I really think it like that one thing alone could change the dynamic of how your family feels. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah, it creates a connection, mm-hmm. a, a tight bond. Even the content doesn't have to be significant or deep. Yeah, uh, just, just a hello. How yeah. are you? How was your day? Right. Yeah, totally. So I, I kind of steered you off the path, but I think you were headed towards physical contact. Oh, my and... God. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, I'm going to go there. Um, but I think I know that you should have daily intimacy. Now that doesn't always have to mean sex, although I'm a big proponent of daily sex. Um, I like that too. (laughs) That's a good thing, right? Um, it's important that couples connect in a physical way because your brain releases like hormones and, and, you know, all these great feeling things that connect you together um, when you have physical contact, I mean, even just what is it? What's the thing that you always say? Like a twenty-second hug. A, like if you ha- like, don't just hug. Don't just like bro hug, right? It's you know, have a deep hug where your hearts are connected. Right. Yeah. There has to be some amount of connection there. The bro hug doesn't quite qualify, but right. If you don't know what a bro hug is, that's like <laughs> when two dudes like hug and they just barely touch or they just bump shoulders. <laughs> Kind of thing, like yeah, yeah, the bro hug. That's not a husband wife hug or a partner partner hug. Yeah, we'll have to do a separate talk just on the types of hugs or. Oh, oh, that's curious. a great idea. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do a periscope on that too. Yeah, that one would have to be periscope. Absolutely. Um, while we're let's take a quick commercial break and just say that while we're here, you can subscribe to all of our stuff at liveinspirednow.com. That is all the stuff that you need to live a happy, healthy, and inspired life. 
go to liveinspirednow.com and subscribe. There's lots of cool stuff there and it's all free. Just subscribe and you'll get a video in your email box once a week. We need like a commercial break, like music or something. <laughs> or an announcer. Where's Harry? We need an announcer. Um, yeah, so intimacy, daily intimacy. And like, it, you know, if you're not having sex every day, at least snuggle, touch, kiss. Yeah, intimacy can be as simple as holding hands. Yeah. And uh, that can be accomplished <laughs> just about anywhere. I mean, it could be at the dinner table. That's my or, favorite part. Yeah, or uh, walking to the store. No, or in the car, because Thad always puts his um, reaches his hand over and puts his hand on my knee and holds my hand on my knee, and that is like the nicest thing in the whole wide world. That's my favorite thing. Right. So some of these things you don't really think of as being significant until you start talking about them, like the the hand holding when we eat. We make sure I'm left-handed and Heather's right-handed, and so we make sure that we sit in such a way that our non-utensil hand, if you will, is available for hand-holding. Our so non-shovel <laughs> food into our face right. hand. The hand that we don't <laughs> use to feed our faces, we can use to hold each other's hand. And that that seems insignificant until you start talking about it, and then you realize that it's those little things like that that really add up and help stock that bank account of love if you will and that's an easy one for the guys like if the guys are listening saying Ugh, i don't really talk that much or i'm just not deep you know then that's something that you could do to show your affection for your woman is to just hold her hand or stroke her hair or rub her back or rub her feet or whatever right. just touch her yeah and, and certainly the same thing doesn't work for everyone but you didn't start this relationship yesterday, most likely. And so you know what it is that your partner likes or dislikes. And maybe their tastes have changed. So it's always a good idea to sit down at some point and reevaluate that together. That's an excellent topic to get to practice communicating effectively. It's something that everyone enjoys. Absolutely. So uh, using that as a tool to practice communicating effectively, I think is a great idea. Yeah, ask your partner what they like. Actually, you know, we talk about the love languages all the time. Sure. You read the book, The Love Languages, The Five Love Languages, and figure out what, how your partner receives love. I know me, I like physical touch. Um, Thad likes words of affirmation. I mean, everybody likes all of them on some level, but my favorite thing is physical touch. Um, but words of affirmation is another thing that I talk about too. You know, talk, speak highly of your partner. And don't ever like talk down or bad about them behind their back to your friends, to your family or whatever. Um, talk, high, speak highly of them because if you don't think highly of them, then you shouldn't be with them. You yeah, know? absolutely. And especially like lady for the ladies, men especially tend to really, really appreciate words of affirmation. They want to hear thanks. They want to hear you're doing a great job. Thanks for providing for our family or thanks for changing the oil in my car so I don't get stranded at 2 a.m. Or, or whatever. I mean, women like to have those things too, but men especially, don't you think? Right. Men want to be recognized for their contributions, definitely. Absolutely. That's probably, um, significance is probably one of the most important Mm -hmm. When I work with men, that's what they always say. They're like, well, she doesn't respect me. 
she doesn't care about the things that I do. She only cares about the things that I don't do. Or she only brings up when I mess up. She never compliments me. You know, men need that ego stroke a little bit too. We all do, but especially, especially men. Absolutely. It's important. And you know what? You just should do that. You should just speak <laughs> nicely about people. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> um, what else? Oh, what about daily discharging? Hmm. I'm going to let you talk about this. Discharge all over me. Yeah, discharge all over you. So if you're not familiar, um, in my book, which is titled Live Inspired Now, um, which you can get at any bookseller, Amazon, or at my website, liveinspirednow.com, we talk, there's a whole chapter dedicated to discharging. And when we refer to discharge, we don't refer to something gross. We're, <laughs> we're referring to verbal discharge. Yeah, so verbal discharge is basically just an opportunity where you are allowed to express your feelings. Anything that's on your mind currently, you're able to express in a non-judgmental context. So your non-judgmental. Right. Your partner is doing nothing but listening. They're not trying to fix the problem. They're not, not trying, trying to coach you. Not trying to coach you. <laughs> that gets a little tricky when you have two coaches discharging together for sure yeah uh, so your partner is just there to listen and be a sounding board and they go into that with that expectation and if you do that you you'll realize it's far easier than you might think for me anyway I appreciate being the receiver of discharge just because I know that I have no responsibility to anything other than to listen and be supportive yeah and be present right and when you know you're really like that's you're really good at that you're really really good at being present and so when I tell you that I need to discharge or I need to talk or something I really know that I feel so supported you know what I mean like I really know that you're hearing what I'm saying sure and that feels awesome that's one of your your best you're good at that oh you're, thank you <laughs> <laughs> you're really good at that. You're good at so many things, but you're especially good at that one. Yeah, so you know what? Even if it's just five minutes a day, um, take time to discharge. And men, you don't have to fix it. You don't have to do anything. You just have to listen. And they may be bitching and moaning and complaining, but that means that they feel safe enough to do that with you. Sure. So discharging it may be a strange concept to most people. A good way for you to practice this and really get into the habit of doing it on a regular basis is to take 10 or 15 minutes when you come home each day, when you're both reconnected for the first time after a day apart. Spend that time together, but away from everything else. Away from the kids. Right talking about your day all you you don't there doesn't have to be any frustration or any problems or necessarily any issues that you're discharging you're just discharging the events of the day and so if you can do that and really practice that on a regular basis then when you need to actually discharge something of more significance it will come a lot easier to you i think yeah, that's right. And again, the key is non-judgmental. You don't say anything. Like they like we have like Thad and I, we have this level of honesty where I can say something like, I'm so 
angry. I just want to punch that guy right in his face or whatever. And like, I can say whatever I want. I can swear. I can scream. I can, you know, say that I'm going to do evil stuff because fake violence is funny sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And there's just, there's just no judgment. There's just no trying to fix it. There's just listening. Right. And that's the key point to Mm -hmm. practice when you start doing that, especially with your, the events of your day. Oftentimes guys come home with those problems from work. And if you discharge those and then, uh, then your partner starts recommending solutions, that's not what you want to do during that discharge. So it's a good thing to practice that, uh, not trying to solve the problems, but just listening to them. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then one of my other favorite, favorite tips, um, this is something that I value. I think I value this in our relationship more than probably anything else. And that is to always be honest because trust is easier to keep than it is to get back. And, you know, we, we have that level of honesty where we can literally say, anything even the really horrible and scary stuff and I mean like I've said that like I really don't want to say this right now because it's scary or whatever or I feel like you're going to be mad at me but well I can't even think of an example right right now but um and you always just are so supportive and and I I mean I don't want to speak for you but I hope that I have always you know made it safe for you to be completely honest too but um the, the, the biggest thing that breaks down in relationships that don't have trust is the person who lied or the person who did something that was disloyal or cheated or whatever. Always, when I'm working with these couples, they, they always say they don't feel safe enough to tell the truth. Like, because it's just easier to lie than to have to deal with the outrageous outbursts or the judgment or the yelling or the screaming that's going to come. Not that it's an excuse. It's not an excuse for lying. But um, people do that because they're, they've never felt safe being able to tell the truth. So that's one thing that I certainly appreciate more than anything in our relationship is that such a high level of respect and trust and honesty Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to communication, there are right ways and wrong ways to communicate. In fact, we have a whole entire workshop that's dedicated just to effective communication. So, I mean, that topic we could talk about for days at a time. Totally. These are some things you can do to build up to that. Um, And so through the discharge and safe communication where... Um, where there's no holds barred there. And I, th- I think where I'm going with that is the idea of that being a safe place and what you say, under you're having your partner understand that what you're saying is not directed at them, even if it involves them, it's not something that you're directing at them. And so by right. having that understanding that you don't have to fix anything that they're not directing any of that to you to me that's a huge freedom and it Mm -hmm. just it opens the door for solid communication so maybe we'll talk about that some other time oh yeah i words instead of you and things like that. yeah i mean we'll do a whole entire show on it on communication coming up soon because that is something so 
important. And you know what? Like like we said last night at that talk, people need to learn a new language, not a different language, but a new language. You need to learn how to communicate in a way where your partner feels safe, your partner can hear what you're actually saying, and everyone's needs feel like they're being met, you know? And that's that's we'll definitely do a podcast on that at a later date too. So keep coming back and make sure you subscribe to our podcasts. Um the Live Inspired Now podcast. How do we subscribe? Well, um, you go to iTunes and you search for Live Inspired Now and you subscribe to it. But you can also subscribe at liveinspirednow.com just by opting into the box and you'll get a free gift when you put your email address in there too, which is super cool. Um, But when you opt in, you'll get uh, a weekly email, just one. We're not big spammers or anything, but you'll get one email a week that will tell you when our next podcasts are and things like that and our events as well. So um, we're just about out of time, but who's your favorite celebrity couple? We are. (laughs) Us, right? Father. That, by the way, that's another fun one. If you guys don't have a celebrity couple name, combine your names. So ours is Thather because it's Thad and Heather. Um, but I was thinking of celebrity couples that aren't us. I was thinking, you know who my favorite couple is. They're not a real couple. They're a TV couple. But it's Jim and Pam from The Office. Sure. They're awesome. They're best friends like us. Yeah. And Oh, go ahead. It's funny because the kids, our kids are always saying that we are Jim and Pam <laughs> from The Office. But I remember a long time ago, before Thad and I were dating, before you and I were, I think we knew each other, but I don't think that we were super close friends yet or anything like that. And I had started watching that show, The Office, um, and I watched that and I loved, like I fell in love with their relationship as a couple because they were such good friends and they had, you know, such a deep, deep connection. And so when we got together and we created this amazing relationship, it just felt so, wow, like a dream come true kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, And I know that's one of the reasons... There's a million reasons, but one of the reasons why I'm so completely invested in making sure that you always feel good and important and, you know, how special you are to me because I value our relationship over everything. Likewise. (laughs) Or ditto, as we say. Ditto. Yeah, we say that a lot. Ditto. It's funny. Um, Always say I love you. Lots and lots and lots of times, right? I love you. I love you too. And I text you, I love you. And you text me and you drop things on the floor when we're (laughs) podcasting, which is funny. (laughs) Um, But saying I love you, it's not just empty words. It's, if it's what you mean, it's, it's heartfelt, you know, and it's nice to hear that. I know I love getting random I love you texts throughout the day or texts with just a heart or whatever, it just makes me feel like, oh, wow, he's actually thinking about me, and that makes me feel good. So, yeah, I love you. And I love you. (laughs) And I love all of our listeners, and thank you so much for joining us. Again, you can 
Subscribe at liveinspirednow.com. There's tons and tons of free content there. There's also a blended family workshop program that you can get for $4.97. It was originally over $100 when we did it as an e-class online. And um, because Thad and I are so dedicated to making change in the world and helping other families, we marked that price down to $4.97. So it's affordable to anybody. It's called You're Not My Real Mom. And it's proven um, success strategies for blended families. So check that out at liveinspirednow.com under workshops. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us here on iTunes. Thanks for joining us at the Live Inspired Now podcast. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks, Dad. Thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. (laughs) You'll be here again very soon, I'm sure. Oh, when we do the uh, communication class. Absolutely. You wouldn't miss it. I love you. I love you.